So the brief but uh, amazing sounds of uh, Leeds power violence band Gets Worse has started off this week's Nine Hertz podcast. Um, I'm here with Pete. Say hello, Pete. Hello. Hello. So yeah, we've started off with, um, yeah, one of the um, most interesting bands coming out of Leeds at the moment, I think, uh, Gets Worse. Um, they've been going quite a long time. I, I nearly bought their entire discography this afternoon and it's like, it's about a tenner for the whole thing. But uh, this is their latest um, release and um, yeah, it's quick and to the point, isn't it? It is. It's very Leeds. It's very you know, and then that's a compliment, you know. Um, just you know, it's exactly you know, it's power violence. It's sure, it's quick. It's amazing. Yeah. So I mean, um, if we were to sort of like get some reference points from Leeds, I think um, Afternoon Gentlemen. I think there might be a member of of, uh, of them in this band. Uh, I know Paul Priest is in this band, which makes it even more Leeds. Um, but yeah, it's called Snubbed. It's twenty tracks of pretty much that, which is you know just what the Doctor ordered sometimes. So. Got nothing against that. Um, that song was called Flies, and it's just got ridiculous lyrics. So if you if you want to look that up, you can go to um, getsworse.bandcamp.com and just uh, find that. But uh, it's coming out on vinyl, actually. So um, I don't know if that just covers one side, because it seems like every sort of song is about a minute long. But um, who cares? It's good fun. Um, yeah, so it's been um, about two weeks since the last podcast, so um, we've got plenty to play today. Um, some really interesting stuff, some long stuff, some short stuff. Um, and yeah, the next track we're going to talk about is um, Tides of Sulphur. Now, I know this has been out uh, digitally for a while, but I think the record's just come out um, on Sludge Lord, uh, a label we play quite a lot. Um, this is your choice, isn't it, Pete? It is, yeah, and it's it's come out with two other labels as well, which is uh, kind of three of the kind of real strong labels in uh, in England at the moment, which is uh, APF, uh, I think they've done the CD, Sludge Swords have done the vinyl, and Astral Noise have done the tape. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, so it's like a real kind of collaborative thing and, and kind of signed that. I think signed two things. One is obviously it's 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 a great record because you wouldn't have to support these labels, but also um, it, it's kind of appeals to, even though it's, you know, it, it's, pretty harsh it appeals across the board to apf which is fairly stoner to yeah. astrophys which has got a bit more you know hardcore thing is uh with sludge load in the middle it, it, it does have you know varying styles within across the album anyway yeah it kind of makes sense um if it's going to come out on three labels those would be the labels that I would probably pick as well um i mean this first track we, we're playing a, a track called worms aren't we um yes. but um the, the rest of the album's quite sort of varied and I think that sort of speaks to its strengths it's um you know it, it the quality is up like through the whole thing but it changes quite a lot doesn't it it does yeah um it you know there's there's definite grind bits doom bits um I even kind of I think like the end of the end of this track we're going to play it's it's almost like a, a death metal bit to it just really kind of fierce and full-on it doesn't kind of rest on its lows it really packs in lots of different you know uh sound that makes it real suffocating feel to it I, I wrote i reviewed it a little while ago and kind of one thing i said it reminds me of um bands like charger and mistress and iron monkey almost you know from from yeah, back then from that. 10 15 years but you know without it sounding dated um it's just uh, and also with that real kind of that, that claustrophobic feel to it I, I think it's a really strong record yeah, it's really tightly packed. It's kind of like um, it kind of gets things done very quickly, but really well. Um, yeah, I, I was sort of toying with buying this on vinyl, and I think I'm going to have to now. Um, so, yeah, um, this has costing me quite a lot of money to run this podcast, I, I have to say. <laughs> it's uh, it's just one of those um, occupational hazards, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, Sludge Lord is, seems to just be packing out a release pretty much every week at the moment, which is fantastic. Um I noticed he's got a few things up today, actually, um, so we're going to have to check that out. APF are um, one of those labels which have quite a mixed roster as well, so I'd be interested to see what they do this year because they had a really good year last year with a lot of um, sort of different releases, and I think Under were one of the bands that came out on that. Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think and so. Yeah, I think, Baal, I think largely they've got a you know a big kind of you know stoner sound like yeah, orange goblin type up, bands um but then you know the kind of, the do surprises that they're not totally that way with bands like tides of sulfur and bile so um you know all credits and it's good you know it's good to not just have the you know to be pinned down to one sound absolutely and i think astral noise we have to give them a bit of a mention as well we played um uh ill in pain uh as an exclusive a few weeks ago and yeah i mean they seem to put out 
some really interesting bands as well. So, I mean, we've said this before, but can't wait to see what else comes out on there this year. Yep. Yeah. So, um, shall we play this? This is um, Worms. Blast of Tides of Sulphur uh, with a song called Worms. Um, we're sort of going from almost grindy stuff to, like, I don't know, like old school thrash, um, this one. So um, this is a band called uh, Hellripper. Um, and I listened to it on Bandcamp, not knowing it was a one-man project, but then it kind of makes sense that it is when you listen to it again. Um, just really fun black and roll sort of stuff. Um often listen to stuff like this um i like the band vreed and and things like that but this one really just caught my attention um i really enjoyed it what what did you reckon to this one pete it's not my thing you know but i was impressed and i think it's i was surprised that it's a one-man band it's fairly you know it's, it's a full sound it's you know it's, it's impressive in that sense yeah not not for me but i, I do enjoy it <laughs> yeah i mean to be honest i don't listen to this kind of music very often but um, if it does sort of come along and it sounds this good, then yeah, I'm all for it. Um, yeah. There's not a lot to say about this one. It's just I, I found it a lot of fun, and uh, it's, yeah, it's just come out and you can buy it on a cassette and CD now. So um, yeah, if you want to go to it, it's off, uh, Reaper Metal Productions. So you can go to reapermetalproductions.bandcamp.com and um, yeah, you can stick this on. It's got some amazing artwork, I have to say. That's um, that's, a, that's always a plus point with that, the Night Hurts podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let us talk about uh, what we're seeing on the album covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, kind of like a <laughs> um, a rotten guy, like looking at a book. <laughs> I guess a fish, fish going through space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. really. You can't. Really I think sort of we complain just do this. Yeah, we just just describe album covers in the in the way we can. Yeah. Like what's what could this be? It's like going to a really bad gallery with with us, um, <laughs> yeah. like having just stumbled upon the same gallery. So um, yeah, that kind of sums up our knowledge about this band as well. So we'll just play this. Um, so this one's called "All Hail the Goat." <laughs>
right, that was uh, a band called Hell Ripper uh, with a song called All Hell the Goat. So, um, yeah, we've got loads to go through today. I mean, we've got some really interesting bands. Uh, this next one are from, uh, I think, Poland. Is that right? Yep. Yes, uh, they're called Dom's Lie. Um, and we're going to play a song called uh, Looty. Um, how did you find this one, Pete? Was it a submission? Uh, no, it's their last album was submitted and I reviewed it and I loved it. Right. Um, I, I think it, I can't, I'll find what it's called, but um, and then because I loved it, you know, followed them and it's popped up that they were, uh, I think, kind of through uh, Facebook or through Bandcamp, you know, knew they had a new album coming out, so gave it a listen and uh, loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've put this album on a few times this week, um, since you mentioned it, and I think I said, <laughs> I think I said to you, it sounds like scrums, and like, I don't think um, you knew that what the hell I was talking about uh, no. for a moment. Um, but yeah, there's, there was kind of like, there was a podcast this week, we're actually talking about scrums, like, um, they played a band and they said, oh, they describe themselves as scrums. What's that? So it's like two instances of people not knowing this term, <laughs> but to be fair, it was quite a niche term at the time. Um, it kind of refers to like European screamo music from like the late, late nineties, early two thousands. So we're talking like Funeral Diner, Dytro and just bands that had like that kind of weird kind of clean um undistorted guitar but like lots of screaming over it um mm. and it kind of moves really fast it's almost got like a grindy kind of pace to it and i, I feel like this band have got that yeah. under the surface definitely yeah and a bit i'd need to you know i can't say for that but things like bands like cursed as well you know it's uh, yeah, moving absolutely. towards that side yeah. as well so yeah. um metallic isn't it yes yeah, yeah. I mean, I need to kind of listen to the album a bit more because I, I kind of the first one really grabbed me on first listen, whereas uh, and you know I recommend it to it. You have to self-titled the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, apart from this track, I kind of need to go back to because I haven't fully got it yet. But uh, this is amazing. This one track definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, the whole album works as a, a kind of um, a bit of a movement, really. It kind of flits from one to the other, and it just really works. I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, I think what about that kind of music, it, it kind of, it's got something about it that you don't get from other genres around what they're playing in that it's quite emotional and quite sort of deep without being obviously so. Um, you can kind of listen to it on the surface and just kind of enjoy it, but then it's got quite a lot of nuance going on, like the, lots of dynamics and lots of um, really interesting vocals as well. So yeah, I, I, dead into this um really really liked it um so yeah you can find this at um domsly.bandcamp.com so that's d-o-m-z-o-y.bandcamp.com uh and we, yeah should we just play the song let's go for it yeah this is looty <laughs> Yeah. 
so uh, we're going from uh, playing sort of something pretty heavy and, and pretty sort of um, emotional and um, something you can follow to something completely different. Um, so uh, I've been friends with a guy called Kasky for a long time. Um, he was in a band called The Death of Her Money, who were very worth, um, very much worth checking out. Um, played kind of like Will Haven-esque kind of post-metal-y stuff, but with a real groove to it, real, really, really interesting band. Uh, they're still going, but um, Kasky's moved to Manchester in the last uh, five or six years, and um, yeah, he seems to have put together this band, which um, on you know first um, hearing the name, I was like, this can't be serious. Um, but it's actually really interesting. So um, they're called Godspeed You, Peter Andre, which is ridiculous in itself. Um, but they've put out a tape uh, called Insania, which I think is a Peter Andre song as well. Um, I think it's the one he wrote when he was in the jungle um, years ago. So... This is the only mention you'll ever hear of Peter Andre on the Nine Hertz podcast. I'm I'm guessing, um, but yeah, they've they've released a tape, and um, I thought it was really interesting. Like a little bit techno, a little bit um, drone, a little bit noisy. Um, the vocals at the end of this track are insane. So um, we're going to play the end of the track uh, about four minutes, and it's kind of um, very intense. So um, I'm guessing, Pete, this was a, a bit of a curveball for you. I think it's a curveball for anyone, mate. Really, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> That's um, for me to be honest. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, it's it is kind of funny. I think <laughs> it's, it, I think it's meant to be funny anyway. Um, it kind of reminds me of like some art installations. I, you know, it, yes, it, absolutely. It's got to be. You know, like I'm, I'm certainly kind of obviously not taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, without that being you know an insult or anything, but you know, you can imagine it being you know sort of. Uh, poetry over the top of kind of noise uh, by some six formers or something like that. Or, you know, what was I thinking of? Um, you know, do you remember in Space, uh, David Walliams doing his art installation things? Yeah. And just, so there, you can kind of imagine that. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I know they've been playing a few dates with um, Arja, and I don't know if you've come across her before, but she kind of, um, she's a noise artist that literally plays like, incredibly abrasive noise music and she's absolutely amazing but she kind of gets in the crowd and gets in people's faces a bit i think it involves strobes and um a lot of um, being carried around by the crowd and it's like a bit of a um, a performance art piece rather than um you know purely about the about the noise um <laughs> bit of a spectacle so i think i think um godspeed you peter andre have been doing the same in the last few weeks um I got a fantastic line from um, Kasky the other day, actually. He said, um, someone said they sounded like the Exorcist crossed with Atari Teenage Riot, <laughs> which I thought was pretty spot on. Yeah, and which is, you know, that's that's a compliment, surely. It definitely is, yeah, absolutely. I um, I compared it to him uh, to the drugs music from Brass Eye. So I don't know if you oh, remember yeah. that, like they sort of play this music <laughs> uh, to unsuspecting celebrities, and it's kind of like... It, it kind of <laughs> stops and starts and um yeah it goes on for like far too long and people start getting very uncomfortable which i think is the aim and i think that's the aim of this music as well so um yeah we'll, we'll let it speak for itself because i think it kind of just does um so this is an excerpt from about a 15 minute track uh called dismissed so so we think of this our bodies are no longer adhere to your fear no longer adheres to your sneers. Our bodies are here to dominate. Our bodies are here to dominate. See through my fears. See through your sneers. Our bodies, my bodies will no longer adhere to your fear. No longer adhere to your sneers. Our bodies are here to dominate. Our bodies are here to dominate. Our bodies are here to be fierce. To see through my fear. I see through. Your patriarchal fear and my body. My body is here to dominate. My body is 
So we're coming back down to earth after that um, with some really interesting kind of, I'd say stoner rock. We've gone like proper nine hertz on this one, haven't we, Pete? This is Gandalf the Green. We have. It's it's really good. It is, yeah. I think we were talking just before about this, weren't we, where you wonder at the start and I think kind of, you know, it's like you, you, can, you know what you're going to get with this before you've even heard it. And yeah. I've heard the band name before, I haven't heard them. Um, and you know, if, if you're kind of in a cynical mood, I think you're waiting for, you know, you you, you think this is going to be a kind of uh, free shot at like picking apart something for for being too obvious and too much of the genre tropes. But then you listen to it, and actually, while you know, there's nothing brand new in there at all. But there's nothing to dislike about it. It's, it's actually very good all the way through. And one of the key things is it. it it evolves. It's a long track. It's a and it moves. You know, it has elements of all your favourite doom and stoner, um, a bit of sludge as well in there. And, and and it kind of reminds me a lot of British bands. It's got a real kind of you know, it's of this of this island, and there's bits of kind of slamatics or yeah, uh, there's bits where even witch sorrow or you know like or some more of the stoner end as well. It kind of really um, goes on a journey through all of that and it, you just can't not like this it's the tone's perfect and yeah just great stone to do yeah i think you've summed it up there i mean i i put it on expecting like you say like the the sort of oh okay here we go it's going to be quite cliched and you know 
that name is pretty much like from you know a stoner band name generator or something it's it's you know very sort of unoriginal but you put it on yeah fantastic it kind of moves it's almost like got movements it's almost two or three songs in one isn't it yeah and um yeah i I just i was roped in quite quickly with this one it was uh yeah certainly uh blew my expectations out the water and yeah i'd be really interested to see i think this is the first track off maybe like a new release isn't it it's about a 13 or 14 minute song yeah i'm not quite sure i know apf have put this out uh, i'm not sure whether it, it's going to be part of an album whether it's just a stock gap you know like or a precursor i don't know but yeah definitely really look forward to hearing hearing more from them and you know and hopefully seeing them as well yeah where are they from uh, leeds i think or huddersfield right uh, okay i'll say yorkshire put it that way. yeah yorkshire so we're, mm. we're probably likely to see them quite soon yes hopefully excellent yeah, look forward to that. Okay, um, so we're going to play um, this single track. You can um, buy it now for, I think it's about a pound. So, yeah, go for it. This is um, this is called A Billion Faces.
Excellent. So um, we're going to talk about a band that really uh, wowed me, I think, last year at Supersonic, um, Terminal Cheesecake. Um, this came into reviews, didn't it, Pete? It did, yes. This Amazing week. band. Yeah, the album's not out till May, but they've uh, pre-released this track, and it's that good that you just had to get it on straight away. Absolutely. Um, so it's called VDK Neck, which I hope is a reference to the um, uh, the old sort of um, Alcapop. <laughs> Or is that VK? Am I completely wrong there? It does sound like an alcohol, but yeah, yeah, I think you're wrong. Who knows? Well, it's they, kind they, of like psychedelic we'll say it stuff, is. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's coming out on vinyl. Um, and it looks quite interesting, uh, sort of pressing. So, um, have, you've never seen these, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. I've been getting into them recently, actually, and um, just by coincidence, before, you know, before this uh, came through. Um, really enjoying them. They kind of, I've heard the name from about before, but you know, I've recently learned that kind of they were around in the eighties, I think, um, but come back in the last five years or so, um, and they get mentioned in this. You know, this uh, album's coming out on Box Records, which is where like Lower Slaughter and Big Lad and loads of other uh, blown out, you know, cool bands right, and so quite a bit uh, cool psych stuff. You know, in that. Um, psych scene of you know which is a real strong psych scene in the uk at the moment bands like uh, uh nod you know they share the singer with now and or you know bands of that ilk and yeah i've been getting into this you know um reminds me of kind of Uvamamot is because it's got a real heaviness to it you know really yeah. you know really enjoyed it can't wait to get into the rest of the album when we get around to reviewing it yeah I mean, um, that night that they played Supersonic, it was kind of like a new outdoor stage. Because um, I think they filled in, I don't know if anyone listening has been to Supersonic, but they used to have like a, a swimming pool or like a sort of water feature. Uh, and the bands used to play like either inside the water feature when it was drained or right. like by the water, which was fantastic. But they filled that water feature in. It's like, it's now just like a courtyard. Um so they set up the stage in this courtyard and it, like the sun was going down as they were playing and it was just a really good atmosphere and you could see the band, you know, when you see a band like just really enjoying themselves on stage yeah, um, because the crowd are going crazy. It was one of those nights and I'm pretty sure the singer got posted around the crowd um, <laughs> on, on people's shoulders. So um tells you all you really need to know. Um, and I'm, I'm so pleased to see like a new release from them because I, I don't know if that was like a, it felt like a kind of return for like heroes um that gig so i didn't know if it was like a one-off or whether they're going to just like do you know a series of gigs and then that was it again but yeah to hear that they've got an album out is just yeah really good news and to hear it's good and this good is is great mm. as well yeah 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 it's amazing yeah excellent stuff so yeah we'll play this it's off um uh, an upcoming album called uh les sacre de l'evre um and this one's vdk neck
So that was uh, the excellent Terminal Cheesecake there who were coming back with an album this year. Um, we're going to talk about a band called Troll um, from Portland and Oregon. Um, so Pete, you've brought this one in and we're going to play um, a song called uh, Legend Master Book One, Proverbs of Hell. How did you come across this one? It came through for review. Um, yeah, it, and I have reviewed it, but it's now up till next week. So that'll come, yeah, we'll publish that uh, shortly, I think. The it took me a while to get my head around this one. It was, I played it, you know, we, we, you kind of listen to all the stuff we get sent and you kind of give it a pre-listen to think whether it's even within scope or something we might want to do. Um, and I kind of just kept going back to it and thinking, this isn't my type of thing, I'm not sure, but there's something there nagging me, that telling me that I needed to stick with it. Um, and it was, it's, you know, normally we try and get my reviews written really, you know, it's, as soon as I start to listen, I'll, start, I'll try and review it if I'm going to review it. And if not, I typically don't end up reviewing it. This one kind of broke the rule and it was because it's got this uh, trad doom feel about it, you know, proper 80s, you know, warning, trouble, you know, uh, feel to it. But um, which isn't my thing necessarily. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just not uh, my thing. But there's something about it. There's something um, quite amazing about it, really. They uh, has a bit like you know Paul Bearer, that type of thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, kind of you know slow to evolve, grand uh, thinking, even a little bit. And I'm kind of uh, jumping ahead to what I've written in my review, but. Uh, a bit like Elder, where it's kind of got this real sort of ability to look, you know, maybe even Yob, but not, you know, but within a more traditional Doom setting. Yeah, I can hear that, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and actually, the more I listen to it, the, real, the more I realise, actually, it's, it's a pretty amazing album. It's, it's, um, I need to go back to it, actually. I haven't gone back since I reviewed it. It kind of it <laughs> took a lot out of me, and I need to, you know, I, I've listened to it so much just to get my head around it. Um, I haven't listened to it since, but it's proggy. Um, you know, every song's like this long, and like this one is, and it just, yeah, I, I just got a real sense of actually this is this is something quite special, really. Yeah, I mean, it, you sort of we obviously before each podcast we kind of um, go through the songs that we've picked and. The other will listen to the other one's choices, and this one, it, like on on initial listen, I did not get it at all. I just couldn't understand the appeal. But then I thought, well, it, there must be something here, and yeah, just digging a bit deeper and, and kind of giving it a bit more of a chance. Put it on headphones definitely helped, and mm. yeah, and then it, it just clicked, and it's yeah, it's great, and I I really can't wait to hear the rest of it. Um, I I didn't understand. I think I need to still maybe scratch the surface as to what the concept is because it seems to be like um, a series of songs based on like a narrative or at least with some sort of story going on at the same time. So maybe mm. I need to like delve into that a bit more. But yeah, after a few listens, this really, really impressed me. So I think people should probably do the same. Um, you can find this on, um, is it Shadow Kingdom uh, Records? Um uh, but you can buy um, a few of the tracks from the actual band's uh, band camp as well. Um, yeah, really interesting. And this, this is why we do the podcast, I think, just to sort of uncover things that we might have, um, you know, glossed over before or, you know, have missed. And I mm. think a lot of people probably won't have heard this and probably won't um, unless they're really um, are sort of ensconced within the genre. So, yeah, hopefully this will um, open some people up to this to this band. Um, yeah. I think first appearances can be deceiving, so this is one of those. So, um, should we play this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
So that was um, a band called Troll, um, which um, yeah, we said was absolutely brilliant. Can't wait to hear more of that. Um, we're going to end. We, we started with a really fast one. We're going to sort of end with a really fast one. Um, this is a track from a band called Fluoride, um, and they've got an album called Disentanglement, which is out um, pretty much now. Um, it's just twelve tracks of pinpoint, um, pretty nasty grind. Um, and yeah, just stumble across this the other day, and you know you, you've got to sort of push stuff that you can find um, quite easily like this. So why not? Um, this is a track called uh, Black Ash. What did you make of this one, Pete? It's, it's pretty much forty-five seconds of harsh, isn't it? It is. I loved it, and uh, I kind of you only this was uh, missed off the list earlier, so I've only had a chance to listen to it just before we came on it, um, and loved it. And I've already kind of downloaded the album. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's just it is spot on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're from Philadelphia. Um, they actually put themselves as Philly vegan grind, but they've also got um, kind of noise and power violence um, in the description, which I think is pretty fitting. Um, you can get this on cassette. Um, I think you can get it on vinyl as well. I was going to say actually, like this, there seems to be like every single album I find on Bandcamp at the moment has either got a cassette or um, a record. Mm. And I don't know if like. There must be, this is a good sign, obviously. Like, um, people, I know people are buying a lot more cassettes because a lot of labels that I follow kind of sell out of them very quickly. But I'm really pleased that vinyl is still being pressed in this quantity. Um, I know that there's been a resurgence in like the mainstream for vinyl, but um, it was always like the format of the hardcore band, wasn't it? And yeah, um, punk music. So to see bands still pressing, you know, black plain black vinyl um packaging it in black and white covers like this one this fluoride album um and not necessarily needing to as well because i mean this whole album's 12 minutes uh, you know 12 songs but it's probably only about 20 minutes in in length so um yeah props to that i, I like that a lot mm. yeah i've just noticed as well the touring uh touring the uk well the touring uh europe but the uk in may with Ariel of ash who put out a split oh, yeah. with uh, Jotna last oh, year, fantastic. I think. Yeah. Um, looks like they're playing Colchester, Norwich, Leeds, and London. Oh, so. yeah, we were talking to um, oh, who we were talking to the day, uh, Sam from Vitala. Um, and he said the Jotna might be playing at that Colchester because that's where they're from. So, uh, that should be pretty good. That'd be yeah, an amazing, that, Bill, actually. If they're yeah. all on, <laughs> yeah. Now we actually know Flow Ride as well, you know, as well. Exactly. Yeah, should we, should we go to Colchester? <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah. never been to Colchester, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not a place um, known for its um, heavy metal. So um, I don't know that they, they have got a scene now that they, you know bands I'm like sure Earth Mars and Jot now. Oh, yeah, yeah. some amazing stuff there, and I'm, I'm very jealous of their gigs a lot of the time. I'm I'm yet to uh, go to anything there, so this could be the perfect chance. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, we'll end with this. It's um, yeah, fluoride. Um, and it'll probably take your face off. Yeah. 